0: Daily Draft Report.
1: Set your EDR to record now. Good
0: morning, everybody. Welcome in. Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Be sure to check out our entire family of podcasts. I'm not going to go through all of them every time because I am not good at ad reads, so Price prospect Khalil Hips Don't Lie Shakir. He's a wide receiver from Boise State. That's not his nickname, but I really hope it sticks. So, a uh, senior wide receiver from Boise State, 5'11 and a half and 196 pounds. My guest, I had him on once before, but I love loved talking to Mike so much. I wanted to bring him on again. Mike, Valerie, how you doing, Mike?
1: Good. I'm doing great. way, how are you?
0: I'm good, man. Good, good. It snowed here today, which is stupid. Wow. It's almost May. Come on now. But that's what we get. That's what I get for living in Michigan, I guess. So.
1: yeah it's ridiculous
0: it is quite ridiculous all right go ahead
1: oh yeah so you need to retire down south you need to go to florida like everybody else Nah,
0: i don't want to go that far south i do like having seasons i just wish that winter wasn't so long you know yeah so i I I think yeah yeah i want to go down to like north carolina or something where there's still seasons but it's not like seven months of winter Uh, so hopefully a, a little bit less winter would be nice all right. Recruiting profile, clear, secure. He was a four-star guy, the 280th ranked. I can't read that number. I think it's 280th ranked per the 24-7 <laughs> Forts composite. It's little. I'm old.
1: It's, it's 360, 360. No. It is yeah. Great. 360 okay. in the 22nd ranked athlete. Jesus.
0: Man, my eyes are getting bad. I'm going to get bifocals. Anyways, it's wonder if it's from this show. Anyway, <laughs> so he was from Marista, California, class of 2018. He did have 24, 12 offers. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. All right, <laughs> Arizona, Arizona State, Boston College, BYU. Chose to go to Boston or chose to go to Boise State. He had a all right freshman season. He had 16 grabs for 170, but his sophomore year he really came on with 63 grabs, 872 yards even had a really good season in 2020. He almost duplicated those numbers in only seven games in 2020. 52 catches, 719 yards, and six scores. Last year as a senior, 77 grabs, 1,117 yards. Seven touchdowns, also had 21 rushes. So he was used in several different ways there at Boise State. And As far as a combine, he had a pretty darn good combine. He ran a 4 4 40 and his shuttle was not great at 4.21, but three cone was not great either. I'm not gonna talk about that because we're only here to talk about good things, right, Mike? And oh, his yeah. <laughs> his vert was 34 and a half, broad jump ten ten foot, four tenths of an inch, four eighths, I don't know, whatever, ten foot, almost right on the nose, which was pretty darn good. So we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes. Mike, what traits and attributes does Shakira possess do you think that will make him successful in the NFL?
1: Yeah, I, I love his feet. He's got really quick feet here. I I know that his combine here said that he was a four four three forty. When you watch that on film, I probably wouldn't say he looks like a four four guy on film, but he is very very twitchy in the the short area. And I like that Great. a lot. About him. I, I I definitely favor wide receivers that can make people like separate with his feet rather than physically. But he can also win the physical game too. That was a really big question about his game going into the Senior Bowl. It was a Senior Bowl invitee. Was that he was worried about how he handles press coverage and like more physical corners. Cause his only game on record playing against um, power five this last year was Oklahoma state. And that was seven for 78. So like not a big game, but not a small game either. He's, he's highly targeted here. And I like that you highlighted his um, scrimmage yards here as I do have here in my notes that he did average 7.3 yards per carry on his, on his last two years. And so he averaged, 111.3 111.3 scrimmage yards per game. That's about it's like a you know it's a little less than 20 yards per game rushing. And the point is, is that he's used all over the formation. He's very versatile. I mean, he's used in return game. He was used in wildcat formations. He was using that backfield, the slot, the X receiver spot. Primarily was a slot receiver here in college. But in my in my scouting profile, I have him down as a um a hybrid wide receiver. I don't really know what the label it has right now, but I'm putting out as hybrid as a guy that can work inside and outside. And that's that's what I really like about him the most, is that he can be used across the formation. I think an NFL team is going to fall in love with that versatility and use him across their formation, kind of the same way. I, if I had to put a label on the top gadget guy in this class, I think would have to go to Khalil Shakir um, for his versatility. Now, I I do like, I think he has really fantastic ball tracking too. Like he is great at making adjustments in the air to these balls being thrown to him um, to to get to come down with it.
0: Yeah, I I noticed that too. For for what he does, like he is used all over the formation. He's very versatile. Um, He does track the ball well as well. But I like his. (laughs) Sorry, it's a little chaotic in the background. He's very aware and he's very savvy in the way he runs routes and manipulates defenders, sells routes. Yeah, you know he's not afraid to go over the middle. Not afraid to get hit.
1: Yeah, I love his physicality, and, and, and he's a playmaker with the ball in his hands, too. I mean, there's a lot of good right. clips with the ball. He's definitely a yak guy, and that's definitely where the NFL oh, is going towards. And so I think he's a player. He's a playmaker with the ball in his hands, and that's, I think it's not too hard to scheme him balls open because he does have that quick ability and the quick – I think he can get, one, open on his own, and, two, can get. he can make stuff happen at second level, you know, in a one-on-one situation. I think he can make some plays. And so I think he's – I think he's undervalued by the whole community as a whole, and I'm really excited to see him play in the NFL.
0: I, I could definitely see him having, you know, a, a team that knows how to use him. A, I hate that Debo that everybody wants to claim the next Debo, but uh, I think he could, yeah. he could, he could do a lot of the things like that, though. Maybe not. I'm not saying he's as good as Debo. I, yeah, I, no, I really, he's not
1: that. He's not no, that built, Not that size. Not that athlete.
0: But he's can do a lot of the same things and be that versatile and used all over. He's not as good as a rusher, I think. But he's probably, you know, he can do a lot of stuff, which I really like about that. What about weaknesses? You know, what do you think can hold him back?
1: His hands, man. Um, He does a little bit too many of body catches. He right. has a few drops. And for someone that's as good as ball tracking as he is, because I think he's he's always in the right area with his hands, always kind of like ready there to snatch the ball last second too. He just doesn't always execute perfectly. Um, So – that's that's my issue with him is, is his hands and how he catches the ball, which isn't like a huge, a huge mark. I just it's just one of those those polishing things that you like about a wide receiver.
0: Right. And it's it's crazy because he makes these really amazing catches, you know, and he shows these really strong hands. And then he had 10 drops last year. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, it's, yeah. it, it's definitely a little frustrating. Was it that thing. many? Was it 10 drops?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's amazing because there's one thing I look at it doesn't correlate at all. But I like when my receivers have a higher catch rate than the quarterback does for completion rate, and he's 4% over that. So adding those 10 drops, man, that's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I don't, but it's also something you see him make amazing catches all the time. you know. So it's definitely not – you know, it, I don't think it's a cause for alarm, but it's definitely a little bit of a cause for hesitation. Yeah. Oh, I also did want to give out his uh, dominant
1: rating here was at 35.4%, which is a pretty high mark. What I also yeah. wanted people to note too was that he actually left the game early a few times. If Boise was up, like against UTEP, for example, I believe he had I'm gonna get the exact number here. He had 166 receiving yards. I remember him getting 166 receiving yards in like the middle of the third quarter, and then they just benched him because they're just like, Well, we're already blowing them out of the water. So that's 35% while missing time because they you know, they're already up so high they wanted to bench him. And then Obviously, he's a G5 receiver. Everyone's worried about the transition there from G5 to Power 5. One, he looked great at the senior bowl. I mean, there's plenty of clips of him um, burning Kobe Bryant one-on-one and and stuff like that. Kobe Bryant is a cornerback from Cincinnati that's getting a second, third-round draft buzz. If you look at SRS schedule, an SRS schedule kind of finds a way to do matrices to – I'm going to describe this horribly – to use matrices – to even out like a playing schedule so you understand actually how hard a schedule was, not just their ranking. And Boise State had the 26th hardest schedule, which was the number one G5 schedule this past year. Oh, well, G5 outside of Cincinnati because of the playoffs. So number two. So according to SRS, he actually played like, you know, top 25% competition this year. And he averaged he's averaged 100 yards the last two seasons to combine, like a game, 100 yards a game.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely nothing to shake a stick at. Boise State typically does play one of the harder schedules. They don't, you know, schedule a bunch of patsies. So as far as draft capital, where do you think Shakir goes? Do you think he's got a chance for day two or is he an early day three guy? What do you think? Yeah, I OK, I really do think he's a day two guy. Um, I know people like to pull out like grind
1: the mock, for example. I'm not a fan of grind the mock because I I'm a history major, Dwight. I need to know where the source material is coming from. I got to know who's saying who's going where. So I actually do prefer National Mock Draft Database because I can go and look at their um, the full team mocks from like the big companies. I can sift through who did just a single team mocks and let the computers autofill the other picks. And so I have him down as a as a as a mid third round guy, and that's kind of where I project him to go to my own projections. And that gives him that day two draft capital that we all love. And I think he's gonna be he's gonna be great. I've heard some people comp him to like the, this year's Amara St. Brown. I'm not an, I'm a Rob Brown fan, but, uh, you know, I that's one of those, like, wishful things.
0: <laughs> I don't see that at all. Like, I guess play Styles. I don't see that at all. Um, yeah. is, there, is there a team you'd like to see him land or a, good landings, a couple of good landing spots? Honestly, just
1: any team that likes to throw it short, intermediary. I don't really view him as a deep threat type of guy. He's I mean, a first and second level guy. So teams like the Patriots who will always like to throw it to that slot, that short area, you know, area. And they have to do some trickery, too. I would like that for him. I mean, everybody wants him to go to the
0: Chiefs or to the to the Green Bay,
1: right? Like everybody else. Every so. wide
0: receiver, <laughs> every wide receiver in the draft's going to one of those two places. So, yeah. So
1: <laughs> I just I want him to go to a play core that's creative, and I think that would be where he shines the most. Because I think he has that skill set.
0: Yeah, he would. He would be fun. On, I mean, honestly, on either of those, Green Bay or Kansas City, if they decide to wait a little bit later, you know, both those teams would know how to use him pretty well.
1: Yeah, but I, I definitely think he's a number two guy. I don't think he's a oh, yeah. alpha wide receiver one, but I think he can be that wide receiver two that has like that safe floor, maybe like that Curtis Samuel type role, you know, that, that we saw two years ago. I, I would like that for him. I think that's that's kind of more a little more realistic and well, probably more on the high end too. But anyway, yeah, he's a wide receiver two for me and a Ross.
0: Yep. Then as far as rookie drafts, you, you put him probably the same same probably late, like mid to late third round. Like, I like him mid to
1: late much. second personally.
0: Um nice. he's he's
1: actually in my rankings. I'm a little higher than the industry. I, I have him as a I have him just inside my top ten. I think I haven't I haven't pulled up in front of me, but if I remember from memory, I think he's wide receiver nine right now for me or wide receiver eight. Yeah, I, I do like his skill set a lot. I think he's gonna be a, a really safe pick to make in your rookie drafts, which is where I like to make my picks in the back of the second.
0: Excellent, Mike. Thank you very much for coming on, man. I'm happy I got to talk to you again, man. Um it's always fun. Can you tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on, man?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at FF underscore dirty mic. Um, you can find all my work at campus decant camp, and sing with the way here. You know, um, I love I love talking to the camp scan guys. It's, it's just a great group of guys. I love hanging out with, love talking to Slack. As far as what I'm working on now, I'm actually working on my freshman rankings. My first time doing freshman rankings and freshman recruiting. I already put out my top 10 for running back, but I'm going to expand those to top 25 here probably by the end of the week. And then once the NFL draft is underway, I'm looking forward to doing all Debbie work after that. But
0: until then. I hear you, man. i I'm my my I think that's part of my issue at this point too, is I'm ready to shift on to the 2023 class. Well, like I'm kinda I'm not used to diving this deep into the draft. Like I've watched these guys for several years, but I'm not used to yeah. spending several months, you know. I'm ready to shift over to freshman, ready to shift over to Debbie, you know.
1: Yeah, like just, i I'm, I'm
0: yeah. Like, We're just I, high end
1: debating the same 15 guys for four <laughs> months. Like, I'm ready to move on to a wider pool. Oh, come on. It's
0: fine today. What is today? Oh, today is Desmond Ritter's not a first round quarterback day. That's what today <laughs> is. <laughs> And every day on Twitter, it's let's attack a different prospect for something else. So,
1: yeah, yeah. The only one that's so saved so far is Garrett Wilson. Like, <laughs> <that> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, I have not seen too much. Yeah, we should start one tomorrow. Anyways. <laughs> all right. You can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. this podcast daily draft. RPRT, obviously Campus Canton. And thank you guys very much for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.